0: Welcome to another exciting episode of Radical Rocks. Today we'll be talking about Maine's rocks and minerals, where to go, more than diamonds in Africa, Blue Chalcedony, and so much more. On the first part of the journey, I was looking at Radical Rocks. There were fossils, minerals, and rocks and things, there were and hills and rains. Yes, they are. Radical Rocks are everywhere, and we are going to talk about a bunch of them today. Um, Fossils from Germany, a 2.5 million carat sapphire cluster, Um, we'll talk about some gold shows, and so much more. So let's get right into it today and uh, not waste any more time. I want to thank everybody for looking up Radical Rocks on their favorite social media. Whether it be Facebook, MeWe, which I spend a lot more time on MeWe, um, or uh, Gitter, Truth Social, Parlor, I haven't been on Parlor much, um, and Locals. Also, we have podcasts. Of course, you know about the. Uh, not podcasts, we have blogs, of course we have podcasts, and also YouTube channel. Just look up Radical Rocks and you will find us all over the place. So thanks for all your support on that. Let me turn the volume down here, and let's get right into it. Um, there was a, uh, a a heist. Gems and jewelry worth millions of dollars was stolen from a Brinks armored truck near Los Angeles Boston 25 News tells us at Boston, the number 25news.com, millions of dollars worth of uh, jewelry. The spokeswoman said that uh, there was less than uh, $10 million, but that's a lot of money. Um, Michelle Ewing from the Cox Media Group tells us all about this uh, heist here that happened on July the 11th in North Los Angeles. The truck was loaded with jewelry after an event at San Mateo and on the way to an exhibit in the Pasadena Convention Center when 25 to 30 bags of merchandise were taken, said Brandy Swanson at the International Gym and Jewelry Show event. Um, That was the director. Says that uh, the items were worth uh, less than $10 million and at least. Um, victims have reported at least a million dollars in losses. So it sounds like they're trying to uh, cheat the uh, the insurance company. It says the vendors often under-insure their pieces because insuring them at their full value is too costly for mom and pop operations. So maybe they're not over... Um, maybe they're not they're not overestimating them. Maybe they're under-insuring is what it sounds like. So what a bummer. I hope they get that back for those folks. Um, I'm sure not all of them are filthy, rotten, rich, and it probably is really affecting their business, could could even destroy their business. At the uh, Sun Journal, we find out, and uh, let's keep going here. Um, I want to talk about South Africa's unsung gems. We typically hear about the diamonds in africa but there's more than diamonds there at iol.co.za jerry capito tells us all about these unsung gems and there's some beautiful pictures here Um, when you look at some of these diamonds it says uh there was the world's largest diamond that was ever found and it was unchallenged up until today. The Cullinan diamond was unearthed, and it was cut into 105 diamonds. Two of the largest diamonds were called the Great Star of Africa and the Lesser Star of Africa are now set in the British Round royal crown. And some of the other spectacular diamonds that have recently come into the spotlight have been worn by celebrities such as Beyonce, Lady Gaga uh, has also had the honor of wearing the Tiffany yellow diamond, quite notorious. 82 faceted, cushion-shaped Tiffany's was found in the Kimberley, one of the largest fancy yellow diamonds ever discovered. These two magnificent diamonds probably the most recognizable that have ever been found by themselves. Um, They're in many plots. Uh, (laughs) The picture of them are fake but uh, many plots and movies were made around these diamonds and trying to steal them. But some of the other stones that Africa has is really a wealth of diverse rocks and minerals. Other beautiful gemstones that you can get from Africa are aquamarine, garnet, topaz, tourmaline, amethyst, rose quartz, uh, regular quartz, agate just to name a few the article tells us Um, whether the blue hue is as clear as a sparkling pool of water or as vibrant uh, as the sky on a sunny day the color of aquamarine stone is unique among all other precious stones it is referred to as the birthstone for the month of March because of its blue color and the color of the ocean Um, Romans believed it could protect sea travelers and it has historically been a symbol for youth and happiness. On her wedding day, the Duchess of Cambria um, was wearing the late Princess Diane's aquamarine cocktail ring, one of the most memorable jewelry pieces that she possessed. So quite a few beautiful gemstones. Other colors um, that can be found are uh, bicolor and tricolor, from black to bluish black to deep brown to more vibrant colors such as blue, red, yellow, and even pink. I think they're transitioning here to uh, tourmaline, but it doesn't it doesn't say that till a little later in the article. So aquamarine is blue or a blue-green. Now they're transitioning to tourmaline, which is black to blue-black, deep brown, vibrant colors such as blue, green, yellow, uh, and pink. Watermelon tourmaline, is the most desirable in jewelry. It's green on one end and pink on the other, or green on the outside and pink uh, on the inside. And they have some colors here where it actually even has a white, like the rind, the the rind that you would see as you eat on in the pink of the watermelon. It gets white, and then you have the green rind. Really, really cool. Um, Red hues of the garnet stone are also pretty underrated, described as pomegranate seeds. This durable stone is scratch resistant and is tough enough for jewelry for daily use. Traditionally, the birthstone of those born in January and also given as a celebration of a second wedding anniversary, the gym is associated with the life force, blood, heart, and inner fire. Stones have been around for and popular for 5,000 years, and because of their red, have been often confused with rubies. Tiger's Eye is another beautiful stone found in the northern Cape province of Africa. We're still talking about all these stones of Africa. Um, the hawk's eye is a really cool one, too. We'll talk about that. But these tiger eyes, they're silky, um, wind polished, they have the uh, catonic effect or the cat's eye as we like to call it where the layers of brown and yellow lines move tend to move and flash as you move the stone. A yellow tiger eye uh, when it's heated turns red known as bull's eye and when it's bluish gray it's called hawk eye. So if you've ever seen the bluish gray it's very blue really pretty. Um, The bluer it is I think the more spectacular it is they call it a hawk's eye. Traditionally tiger's eye gemstone was carried as a protective amulet against forces of evil. I guess like having a tiger with you, right? Um, So even though diamonds are what Africa is famous for, remember all these other wonderful stones that are there. Of course, there's even many more that we could talk about, but uh, we will move on. A pristine 200-year-old mine was uncovered, and when they uncovered it, they found personal items that were left behind from the workers. CNN.com tells us about this. Um, Senea Noor Hikiu, uh updated this on the 12th of July. And um, they tell us that this old cobalt mine in uh, Cheshire, Northwest England, they found that the workers had left all sorts of things. This mine would have been in production during Uh, The Napoleonic Wars um, around 1810 is when they feel it was abandoned. So they were probably working on this in the 1700s. Um, According to a press release from the UK uh, conservation charity, the National Trust said on Tuesday they found leather shoes, clay pipes, a metal button from a jacket, and some machinery among some of the items that were found. They found inscriptions that were written in candle soot, as well as a clay bowl, which superstitious miners may have buried in a wall to show their gratitude for the good quality of material. Other discoveries, physical imprints from the mine workers, such as fingerprints in clay used to carry candles, some uh, corduroy indentations from workers' clothing where they rested against a wall. Um, pretty cool. The the Caving Club made the discovery last fall, and now they're telling us about it. They've explored many uh, abandoned mines and made significant discoveries, but this is the latest find and it's very special. So if you want to read more about this, they do have some more details on that. Uh, about this mine and about the uh, cobalt, which was produced for the beautiful blue color that they could put into glass and pottery. Um, This little craze was short-lived through uh, 1803 to about 1815. And then, of course, other countries were able to produce it at a, a lower price, so the mine was abandoned. A 250 million carat sapphire. Um, it was a cluster, a sapphire cluster, was discovered by accident in a gym trader's backyard. Barbie Lataz Nadieu tells us in the Daily Beast at thedailybeast.com uh, on the 27th of July. She tells us about this gym trader was having a well drilled in his backyard in Sri Lanka, which... Uh, you know, Sri Lanka's having a world of problems right now. Oh man, this is terrible over there right now. Um, it's like the end of the world, kind of. But uh, before that happened, this one lucky um, person was able to find this sapphire cluster that weighed more than a thousand pounds that is worth about a million, a hundred million dollars on the international market, according to BBC. It's the largest known cluster of its time, of its kind. Um, and has been certified as valuable. The owner, Mr. Uh, Gamage, named it Serendipity Sapphire um, and told him that the diggers called him when they discovered the rare stones in the soil. The person who was digging the well alerted him about some rare stones. And later, we stumbled upon this huge, gigantic specimen. Wow. What a day, huh? Talk about winning the lotto. Okay, next we're going to go into how to go rock hounding for main gems and crystals. And not only are we going to talk about rock hounding, but we're going to talk about where to go. So let me grab a swig of coffee here. All right, let's get right into it. Um, If you go to unionleader.com, you can see uh, more details about this. Uh, Aislinn.com. Sarnaki at the Bangor Daily News uh, Maine tells us that pink, green, and blue tourmaline, aquamy, aqu- aquamarine, burl, deep red garnet, purple amethyst, sparking, sparkling lepidite, which is mostly purple, all lay buried in the Maine granite. All you gotta do is dig. And maybe have a hammer and a chisel. So, They tell us that everyday people um, can find some of these um, just by digging in the earth. They talk about the thrill of the hunt. Um, Tom Hoffelder is the president of the Oxford County Mineral and Gem Association. And he says, you never know what you're gonna find. Um, The hobby is huge in Maine. um, And uh, some of these stones are very collectible. uh, Hoffelder says one of his favorite is Burl. It is a greenish blue crystal and there's also some lovely amethyst there. So he says if you want to get out, uh, one area to ha- one idea is to hire a guide company. A guide company will show you where to go, take you to the site, maybe even supply you with tools, uh, help you identify mineral identification, and that way you're guaranteed to get something. Uh, one of the companies is called the Dig Main Gyms Out of West Paris, Maine. That's the name of the company, it says. So you can look that up if you want. Another option, uh, you can go visit a location that has a gym sluice, which allows you to screen and use running water. Um, usually there's, they dump piles from local mines, and then you grab a bucket at a time, and then you sort through it with the water, and the screens. I've done this. I've got videos on doing it at uh, a couple of tourmaline mines where I found aquamarine, um, kunzite, uh, bl- a little blue tourmaline, red uh, tourmaline, green tourmaline, and black tourmaline, smoky quartz, and many other beautiful gemstones. So if you want to look that video up, you can go to uh, YouTube and check it out. I've been to a couple of those uh, mines where you dig and screen. I've been to the Pala and also to the Ocean View Mine in San Diego County, California. They're both uh, famous tourmaline mines. But, you know, when it's hot in the summer, it's not, it's not too bad to be sitting there and screening through the water. You know, it's kind of enjoyable. Um, they said that here in Maine, at the Maine Mineral and Gym Museum, yeah, this just opened in uh, December 2019. You can see the state's finest gems, some of the finest gems, and mineral specimens, as far as, far and also the world's largest collection of moon and Mars meteorites. So they also offer information at the Museum of Where to Go Rock Hounding and directions to sites that are open to the general public. Um, finding something of high value is, is kind of rare, but you can always find something that would be interesting. Um, Join a local club. They tell you to do that. Um, Maine is home to a lot of activity for geologists and mineral clubs. There's nearly 500 members in the Maine Mineralogical and Geological Society, such as the Oxford County Mineral and Gem Association. Um, There are several others that you can check out, too. They have trips, workshops, and rock shows um, so some of the best places to go rock hunting usually quarries and mines um, inactive or active just make sure you get permission uh, rock clubs also have a lineup of trips the Maine mineralogical um, geological society has 15 field trips for rock hounding this year including an overnight trip to seek fluorescent minerals with lights it's a real treasure hunt um, it's pretty cool. The people, Rock County people, are the best kind of people. There's no doubt about it. Um, coarse-grain variety of granite called pegmatite is where most rare gems are found. And uh, that is where you dig. They f- located this starting in the 1800s and uh, quarries that mine pegmatite uh, in Oxford um, and other counties in southwestern Maine are available. Uh, bees were found when they tried to mine feldspar and sheet mica, and then they bumped into these wonderful pegmatite, um, spots that are loaded with, uh, very gyms, uh, gemstones. So, feldspar is used for many things from teacups to toilets. <laughs> so these are needed for making things for everyday life, modern life as we know it today. Um... All the stuff comes out of the ground, whether it's grown from the ground, whether it's dug from the ground, or whether it walks on the ground and eats the plants out of the ground. Everything comes from the ground. There's no getting around it. Um, The book, Rockhounding New England, is suggested here. They've got 30 locations in Maine, including the Harvard um, quarries in Greenwood, Mount Mica, Mount Marie, Mount Appetite are popular spots for rockhounding. With the different rules and regulations, so check that out. Um, out of all the New England states, Maine is considered the best for rock hounding. Um, New Hampshire are, uh, are, is also has some, but most trips are done in Maine. So says the uh, uh, the rock hounding uh, people that are there. Okay, so if you want to find valuable gems such as uh, watermelon tourmaline or if you just want to find a variety those are different techniques you can do Uh, one guy here he says his name is larry uh, Turcotti. he says that his best find was a 15 pound quartz crystal from the bennett quarry in buckfield so you want to have your basic tools we've talked about that a lot the article goes into that a little bit Um, talk about protective equipment, and things like that. So there's some locations, there's some books, um, there's some minerals here to help you get started. Um, Do the research if you want. Go to unionleader.com and look up how to go rock hounding for Maine gems and crystals and check out that article if you want more details. Um, A Maine rock star. So a lot of stuff about Maine came out today at the sunjournal.com. It says, FaceTime Miles Fletch, a Maine rock star. Um, He's not a rock and roll player. He's a curator at the Maine Mineral Gym Museum in Bethel. And uh, the article's quite lengthy, but uh, he's got some beautiful gemstones here. It talks about how he got involved with the museum, how a typical day goes, and how his fascination with rocks and minerals uh, came on as he was uh, a younger man. And um, he talks about the type of research he does. And he talks about Maine's geology and top places to find tourmaline. Uh, Again here, he talks about these granite granite pegmatites. Um, I would, you know, and I'm not a geologist, but I would say that they're kind of like a... um, you know, when you hear about diamonds, you hear about them in the Kimber Kimberlite cones, right? So there's are these areas that uh, are just a concentration of diamonds that that they dig down in the earth. Well, pegmatites are this granite kind of this one spot. Typically, they're um, they can be oh, a few feet around to massive to maybe 50, 100, 200 feet around. Maybe even bigger, I don't know. Um, I've seen one at Mount Baldy that looks like it's at least 60 to 70 feet wide where I can make it out. It's kind of deteriorated, how it's falling apart. Um, It it has uh, purple and red rubies in it. some of them are kind of small. There's other little green stones that are in there as well. Not quite sure what those are. They're very tiny. Um, they're kind of crumbly. But uh, there's no telling what, what could be found in there if that uh, pegmatite dike or whatever you want to call it, cone, was dug up. But that's, that's how I would describe it. Um, but it says the best-known termolite bearing um, pegmatite deposits are found in Oxford and the An- Androscoggin counties, and also some found in Hoke, and I'm probably not saying that right. Um, these deposits correlate well with high-grade metamorphic rocks present in the southern and western Maine. So they talk about um, the right tectonic situation that happens, and then these, the right kind of rocks, and when they melt, they produce a magma, concentrated elements, and um, produce this pegmatite deposit. Now, they vary with the type of gem quality minerals that they have, but typically, tourmaline, beryl, topaz, as well as other rare and unusual mineral specimens or species can be seen. Um, Many of these crystallize miles below the surface of the earth, Many, many millions of years ago, they say, um, and then are exposed at the surface where they can be found and dug into today. So, the best places in the state for amateur rock hounds to go find tourmaline and other gems, um, he recommends, this curator recommends you join a, a rock club. Uh, he says there's five clubs last time I checked, and um, pegmatite deposits are privately owned and accessed. permission and club members are in the know of what is accessible so you could get some field trips there and then um, if you go to the museum you can go to the store (laughs) they have them there Um, also they do sometimes have accessibility to local diggings in Western Maine where you can go find these things Also, they talk about the museum. We talked about it earlier. They have the largest collection of lunar and Mars meteorites. Um, This is what they say. So you can check that out if you want to. All right. Now, I would like to tell you about some beautiful rocks. Um, Our friends at Copper Canyon Lapidary send me an email. Um, They're not a sponsor of the show, but uh, they sent some beautiful pictures of rocks that um, I don't see every day typically. One of them is the Swiss coffee Jasper from Mongolia. I tried to check the links earlier today and uh, they're still not working. I don't know what's going on, but it is a brown um, jasper with uh, lines going through it and crisscrossing. It is uh, uh, would look nice, kind of a, a, a rustic earthy tone the Rocky Butte Jasper. This comes from Oregon, Idaho border. Uh, It's a beautiful Jasper with a a kind of a olive green with uh, a lot of uh, texturing and patterns. I don't know that it has the patterns that look like, uh, like landscape patterns, but there's also brown swirling around Uh, creamy color to yellow in there Uh, quite variegated and um, being a jasper that should take a really nice polish needle park agate this is from Texas Um, it has some green skin on it but inside is bandings of uh, orangish brown to cream with uh, a chalcedony white to cream uh, thicker area as well. This is very pretty, petrified coral from Indonesia. These is obicular, uh, mostly a white, uh, bright white, uh, round, obicular ovals, and uh, different uh, shaped in, in forms of ovals, close to ovals and near ovals. Very beautiful. And then the big Diggins agate is from New Mexico. This is uh, white with, uh, man, you can almost call it, I think I was talking about this actually a while back, um, and I, I couldn't think of the word, but Sagenite. It's, it's almost, it's not Sagenite, but it almost looks like Sagenite. And it, it looks like it has some tubing in it. Not like your, your super rare tube agates, but a tube here, a tube there. It, it does look that way to me from the picture that I'm seeing. There's also... Um, some little chalcedony um, agate going on there where you have the banding, the kind of typical banding. Um, a, a dot here, a dot there. There's also some kind of caramel windows and clear windows. There's some reddish in there. Um, uh, some of it looks a little tiny bit plumage with the white, lots of white, um, um, like I said, these almost tubes or dots. Um Not many orbs, more a different type of formation, more like a um, splotch here. Sometimes it kind of sprays out. Like I said, it it almost looks like a plume, but it's not a plume. Really interesting um, rock there, the Big Diggins Agate from New Mexico. Battle Mountain Stabilized Turquoise from Nevada is also um, a good-looking turquoise. Um, I don't know how much it costs because I can't get the website open but hopefully it's affordable if it's been stabilized hopefully it's not uh, too super crazy okay let's see um, June 16th there's a gold show at the Pomona Fairgrounds in, um, in California it's the uh, Gold Prospectors Association of America um, so that's over oh, I thought there was something going on in July well, that might be over too so anyway, guys, I think that's about it tonight. I've had a super busy week. I thank you guys for tuning in. appreciate your support. Um, thank you um, for joining social media and, and saying hi. A lot of you guys have done that, and I appreciate that. And I try to answer as much as I can. Like I said, I spend most of my time on the We Radical Rocks um, site group site. So if you go there, you've got a lot better chance of uh, connecting with me if that's something you like to do. Um, always like to hear from you and appreciate it. So until next time, remember, rockhounds don't die, they petrify.